how's it going? Welcome back to the Be Positive, Stay Positive podcast. My name is Nat, and I'm here for you, man. I am here for you three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, to try to figure stuff out with you, to try to understand how to be happy, how to deal with things, and how to have a much more fulfilling and great life. And if you've got something you want me to talk about or an issue with the show or a story you want to tell, please go to BePositivePodcast.com slash your story and tell me all about it. I'll discuss it on an upcoming podcast and I'll give you a shout out on the air. Just like Donette Bissette listening on Google Play. Cool. Hey, Donette, I think I gave you a shout out on another show, so I think you might got a double shout. So, hey, there we go. <laughs> all right. I got a, uh, the title of the show today is do's and don'ts when dealing with extreme emotions. We all know someone who has an extreme emotional reaction to just about every situation, whether they're overly happy or they get overly upset over the littlest things or they get angry that they can't control themselves. And what do you do if you know someone in that situation or you're related to them or you're friends with them or your kids are friends with them or whatever? How do you uh, diffuse the extreme emotions or calm them down a little bit. All right. Well, this is actually coming from a letter that I got from someone who signed it anonymous. So I'm going to go ahead and read that to you right now. It starts off. How can you help someone when your hands are tied figuratively? The backstory is my older daughter was being a kid trampling through the wooded area around the house with friends, jumped over a creek and hurt her knee. The other kids said they seen it bend back the opposite way, hyperextended her right knee. Today, she was told that one of the friends blamed themselves to the point that they inflicted pain upon themselves. So how do you help someone with those extreme emotions without stepping on the child's or the parent's toes? Again, figuratively. It kind of scares me, for if they're having a falling out or they get really upset, what will the self-harming friend do with the extreme emotions? Well, that, that could be kind of scary. Well... Uh, thanks. She says, thanks for your insight. Well, I don't know if I have insight, but I do have a my perspective of it. And uh, what would I do personally if someone was too emotional and to the point to where they blamed themselves for somebody else getting hurt and then they hurt themselves? Well, that is kind of a serious issue that you probably don't need to deal with on your own, but you can start by talking to them and seeing if you can actually get through to the If it's a kid, it sounds like it's a kid. Um, I first thing out is uh, I wouldn't call them too emotional. I wouldn't say you're being too emotional because chances are they already know it. And you calling them too emotional isn't news to them. And it's not going to change anything. It's just going to make them more angry. Um, you could also one of the do's. This is the do's and don'ts, right? Is that what this is? Yeah, pay attention. That's what the podcast is. Do's and don'ts when dealing with extreme emotions. Okay, do ask what they're feeling. Um, sure, they're being emotional, but there's got to be a reason behind it. You can ask them, why are you feeling this angry? Try to find out exactly what they're feeling. And if you can get them to actually trust you and talk to you about it, it might help them reflect on something that's been bothering them and may help them to calm their emotions and control their emotions once they find out the root of why they're feeling that way. Next, don't say, I know how you feel if you don't. If you haven't walked a mile in their shoes or experienced their experience, then you don't know how they feel. But it's okay if you don't have any idea and their emotions seem kind of crazy. We all feel things differently. You have to understand emotions are very personal. It's how you feel about it. And you might, another person might not understand your emotions or your lack of emotion. So no one wants to feel like their emotions are problems don't matter. Um, you should say 
You want to understand how they feel. Let them know that you care enough to listen and help them to deal with their emotion. But you can't really pry too much. They're probably going to tell you you don't get it. You don't get it. But at least if you acknowledge them and you take the time to listen to them and be open to learning from them about how they're feeling, maybe they'll get a little bit more comfortable and let you in. On the other hand, don't get angry if they don't. Even if they cry for no reason or frustrate you and you're so mad, don't get angry. But tell them it's okay. It's okay. And if you actually say it to them, it's a simple phrase, but you say it's okay. Emotional people will actually take that to heart and it'll make them feel a little bit better if someone else feels that their emotions are okay. As long as they're not hurting anyone, tell them it's okay. There's nothing wrong with them. Next up, don't try to combat the emotions by being logical. People that are highly emotional and highly fired up or angry or excited don't want to hear your stinking logic, but they, you know maybe they're acting ridiculous to you, but they don't want to hear the logic. They don't want you to point out the obvious and their emotional states. They're not, they can't handle it. You can't do it. So emotions aren't always logical. You have to accept that and just be there for, for them and listen to what they have to say. And acknowledge that you may not be able to help them. Maybe that you don't have the knowledge or you don't understand. And maybe you can't help, but you're there for them. You know, you can't fix it, but you're a shoulder to cry on or a person to talk to. Okay? And don't say it's not a big deal because it is a huge deal to them. Their emotions that they can't control are a huge deal to them. So how do you tell them it's not a big deal? You can't because it is. It's not for you, but for them. It's a huge big deal. Maybe in 10 minutes or 15 minutes from now, it might be gone and their emotions might be gone and it might not be a big deal at all. But right then when it's happening, it's a big deal. Okay. And show a little emotion for them. Feel, you know, some compassion for what they're going through. It's a situation. It's emotion that they can't control. Show, you know, let them know they're not being childish. It's not a big deal. If you just show a little bit of emotion and a little bit of compassion and understanding, it can go a long way and actually help them to understand why they're feeling so uh, upset or, you know, they're having these extreme emotions. So back to the letter about the person, the girl's friend who starts blaming themselves to the point where they inflict pain upon themselves. That is a whole different ball of wax there, a whole different uh thing to where I don't think I would feel safe if my daughter was hanging out with somebody who wanted to inflict pain upon themselves. I would talk to the parents and, and t- let them know your fears and uh, because that's, it's, that's a dangerous situation and it's hard to deal with logic, especially if you're not a professional in that, that field of dealing with the thoughts of people who want to inflict pain upon themselves then I wouldn't mess with it because you could trigger it the other way and and totally say something wrong and the guilt would just be overwhelming for you. So my advice is for your daughter to talk to your friend if she's that good of a friend and ask what's going on and try to have your daughter help her out by talking to her and ask her why she would hurt herself and try, try to and make it so she wants to understand. Your daughter wants to understand why someone would hurt themselves. And it's a kind of a similar, similar situation. My daughter knows someone like that and uh, not quite to the point of inflicting pain, but she's always there to talk to someone and help them understand their their issues. Maybe because she's my daughter and she likes to help help people and she's very positive. But 
that goes without saying. But that might be a good road for you to approach and talk to your daughter about it and have her talk to her friend and see if your daughter feels safe. And But if you don't feel safe and you, you have that in the back of your mind, I would act on it and do whatever it takes to protect your family because once something happens, it's it's happened. You can't unsee what you see and you can't undo what you've done. So uh, at me, at all costs, I would protect my daughter and find out about this other person who's wanting to hurt themselves and find out why and uh, talk to their parents. I would do whatever it takes. I don't care if, if the, the kid's not friends with me anymore. I don't care. I'm pro- trying to protect the person. I'm trying to protect my daughter, my family, and the other person, the girl, trying to get her help. Uh, the other, I guess it was a girl, the other kids. Um, so that's my advice is to not really try to address that problem yourself. Maybe if you're close enough to the child, you could talk to them and help get them to open up and understand. And maybe it'll be easier for them to talk to you since you're not their parents. But you have to be, you have to tread lightly and be careful what you say in a situation like that. But my, I would also really talk to your daughter and get insight as to this person and what kind of person they are in school, what kind of friends they hang out with, uh, what are their grades like, and figure out all this stuff and put it all together to see if you can evaluate what kind of child is wanting to hurt themselves or why they would want to do it. And that's the, that's the issue is why they would do that for the attention. Usually people inflict pain upon themselves for attention. So maybe show her attention another way. Maybe she's not the popular kid. But there's a lot to it. There's a lot to it. It's just not an easy answer, and I can't really answer that in a 10-minute show. But I appreciate your letter, and uh, I'm hoping that something I said it, it will help you, and maybe it'll help uh, someone else listening. Uh, thanks a lot for listening to the show. I really appreciate it. I love doing this. I love the fact that you're listening to it and commenting and starting to send me a lot of stories. I'm trying to keep up with all the emails. Keep them coming. Keep the, the, the uh, instant messages coming. Find me on Facebook. Be positive on Facebook. Be positive podcast on Facebook. Send me some information. Send me a story. Talk to me. I want to talk back to you. I want to help you out. Let's get positive. Let's let's make this world a better place and start right here. All right. I appreciate you listening. This has been the Be Positive, Stay Positive podcast. My name is Nat. I think we can all do a little bit better. I'll talk to you later. Later.